Happy summer, everybody. I can't believe it's already July. That is crazy. So Jamie and I recorded this this episode um, about two weeks ago, and it was right before the summer solstice. So we talk a little bit about that in it. So um, we definitely know it's July now, but um, we talk about that. Um, and that's exactly what this episode is all about. It's all about summer. You know, we've been in quarantine um, for many months now, and as hard as that was, now we have a summer that looks quite different from all other summers, right? There's no summer camps. There's no summer school. There's there's really nothing to do. Um, and so it can, it can pose a real challenge to um, our parent listeners and our teaching or teacher listeners. Maybe you're might be panicking about the next year, or maybe you have parents asking you what to do. Um, so we came up with some ideas, and we also just talk about you know the beauty of having a summer um, and being able to be bored and not know what to do, um, and how that can really encourage learning. So I think you guys will love it. Um, as always, you know, if you have any summer activities or anything, definitely tell us on Instagram. We always are looking for new ideas and things. So please send us anything at at all things Montessori. Um, and if you haven't checked out our website yet, please do. There's a subscribe button on there. Um, so you can get emails from us and all of those sorts of things. Um, we're so happy it's, it's there and, um, we have some exciting things coming your way. So anyways, without further ado, I'm so pumped about this episode and I hope you guys find it really, really informative and, and gets you excited for summer. Enjoy. How's it going? Great. How are you? I'm great. Um, yeah, I'm good. No complaints. Um, how are you doing? We're uh, we're approaching the uh, official start of summer tomorrow. I think it's I think the it's 21st. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that also mean it's the longest day of the year? Right? Or no? The in summers. the northern hemisphere, I always do that. I have, yes. so I have like, I need to have a more global view. You always remind me that the whole world doesn't live in the northern hemisphere. God. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of us, so for those people listening in Australia, they're headed toward the the shortest day. Shortest day. How of cool the year. is that, though? That mm-hmm. you know, we're all on the same planet and we're having a legitimate opposite experience. You know, how cool is that? Yeah, it's, so neat. it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, so here in the U.S., we've got summer approaching. So uh, everyone that's been home for the last three months from school is now home for three more months. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <or> so uh, <laughs> with with no school and um and most places or a lot of places aren't, you know, even having camps, summer camps or anything like that yeah. yet. Yeah. I mean, it's, I know homeschooling and, and being at home with your child was tough during the school year, but, you know, now we're entering a whole new domain where there's going to be a lot of free time and not a lot of places to go because there's still so many restrictions um, because, you know, even though we've been in the pandemic for a while now, it is still a very real. Um, it's yeah. very real. It's still yeah. here. 
Um, and yeah, so we thought we'd talk today about some ideas of how to not only entertain your child over the summer, but perhaps keep them curious and, and energetic and, you know, engaged, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole it's a whole different kind of summer, you know, and even here, mm-hmm. like in uh, D.C., you know, none of the usually a great thing to do in the summer um, is to especially to cool off is to go to museums or other things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, none of that has reopened, reopened right. yet here. Right. So, um, yeah. So it's going to be a different kind of summer as you think about having kids at home all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's plenty of potential to keep sort of excitement and learning going, even while giving kids plenty of downtime. And that's the, like, the big thing that I would really encourage uh, parents to do in the summer is a lot of sort of free unstructured time for children where they have to kind of figure yeah. out what to do with themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of children uh, today, they don't have the opportunity to be bored or to let their mind, you know, kind of wander. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's so much constant entertainment and and everything is sort of at the touch of your fingers, so to speak, in a, in a lot of places. I mean, it's just the world is so busy and so loud, right? So I think um, you're right, letting your child just take a break and and maybe just do nothing for a day um because I think when we do nothing like that when we take a step back even as an adult that's when I kind of will do some of my best thinking you know Mm -hmm. when I have that time to let my brain relax Mm -hmm. so yep and they just need they do need that time for you know um you know, to be able to like process or be creative. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, so I think as, as we have kids at home all the time, like thinking about, you know, where they are in their development. So what age they are um, and, you know, making sure they've got plenty of unstructured time and some stuff around the house that's going to support them in that stage of development, you know, have art supplies out and available that are appropriate for their age. Um, mm-hmm. Have, you know, lots of books, um, you know, some building kind of toys and things like that. But also remember where they are. You know, my my daughters are are right now uh, babysitting for neighbors who are still like working from home. Um, but needs some breaks from their three-year-olds. And so, you know, they've been going on hour-long walks, you know, with these little ones, mm-hmm. just looking at, mm-hmm. you know, like looking at the neighborhood, <laughs> looking at the <laughs> leaves. That's looking, amazing. You know, like those are the kinds of things when you've got um, especially y- younger ones that that are really worthwhile and developmentally appropriate. Um, and, and in the... Uh, in the elementary, you can do like long walks that actually cover some serious distance. I don't think these long walks with their, right, you know, you but you can they're the- <laughs> they're sturdy. Um, so that's something to be keeping in mind in the summer. Even just going for walks in the neighborhood can be really 
really mm-hmm. good for children. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think any sort of being outside um, is so worthwhile. Um, you know, just listening to the birds or, you know, just watching maybe a squirrel, you know, run up a tree or something. I mean, I have so many squirrels in my backyard. I, I constantly see them all fighting and running around. But to an elementary child, I mean, that could spawn, um, you know, some sort of interest in learning more about why they why squirrels do that. Why are some squirrels, you know, different, different, they have different furs or, or anything like that. I mean, I think getting out of the house safely, you know, safely go on, on walks and keeping distance, um, that can be a really great place for their interest to grow. Um, and also it's great to get their bodies moving. They have a lot of energy that they need to get out and they're not going to be able to go to those summer camps or soccer camp or you name it where they're, you know, expelling all that energy. <laughs> now right. they're going to have all that energy in the house. So, yep. I think a, a summer is a great time to have um, water activities available. Uh, oh, yeah. Out, you know, that they can do outside, whether it's mm-hmm. a sprinkler, or little kiddie pool, or just like various, you know, you can do put together some, um, some science experiments, sort of like uh, testing the different um, volumes of different things with water, using water to fill containers and, you know, anything, um, anything with water uh, and Frisbees and order a bat, a badminton set for the backyard. If you've oh, yeah. got one. Or, Croquet. Can, that's yep. another one. Um, yeah. Any kind of outside thing. I was just thinking another fun thing to do. Um, I used to do this as a kid and I've actually done it with I think my elementary class and children I used to nanny, but um, tie dyeing is really fun. Mm -hmm. It's pretty messy, but it's so fun. And it's, you know, a great, it's a great way to pass some time and make really cool designs. And it's really creative and fun. Um, So, and it's outside, right? So anything like that. Um, and all these, all these experiences, whether you're there with them at the time or not, are going to, you know, I think children are really going to remember the pandemic and they're really going to remember the summer of the pandemic when it, their summer looked a little different. You know, they, they were home for three months before summer break and then they're still home. Right. You know, I think this is going to be, they're going to remember this summer. Um, and I think, uh, just getting outside as much as possible and having those experiences, um, and they can still, you know, chat with their friends if you guys do a zoom or, or they can pick up the phone and call their friends or they could write their friends a letter, you know, anything like that, because elementary children are social, they're social beings. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of parents are being careful right now with play dates and things like that. And I think that's smart, but I think there's ways for your, for your children to, uh, to still, you know, hang out with each other. I mean, you could get walkie talkies and they could sit a distance from each other and <laughs> do that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I know. Totally. I mean, and, and I think, um, also it's okay for children to be bored. So when, if they say yes. they're bored, which my children learned at a very young age to say that to me, but if they do say they're <laughs> bored, um, they, it's okay. I mean, you, that doesn't mean you as the adult in their lives have, have to do anything about that. You can acknowledge it. Right. You can say, well, you know, 
what are you going to do about that then? Because it doesn't mean a child saying they're bored doesn't mean that adult an adult has to jump into entertainment mode. That's not that's not that's not required. Right. Um, right. You know, children can be bored and they can just live with. Yeah, that. they can live with that feeling. And what often emerges from boredom, if we leave it long enough, is extraordinary creativity and innovation. And if we immediately leap in and try to resolve that feeling, uh, children don't have to become creative and innovative. They just wait for the adult mm-hmm. to do something next for them. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, it takes away their train of thought, right? Like it's it's like we're filling their head with, oh, mm-hmm. well, you need something to do here. Just do this, mm-hmm. which I mean, sometimes that's it's fine, too. But I think it's good. You're so right to just take a step back and be okay that they will figure it out. Maybe they'll come up with something, again, like you're saying, super creative that you would never have thought of. Right. And really, it isn't our job as adults to, you know, curate each child's daily life all the time and make sure it's never boring. In fact, mm-hmm. they, you know, it's they're building themselves. It's their sort of, they need to be sort of focused on themselves. So when, <clears throat> if they say they're bored, you can help them think of things to do. You don't have to offer something to them, but you can help them think through, or you could just ignore them and let them work through it. <laughs> like that's okay too. You, right. You can right. just, yeah. you can just say, oh, wow. Okay. You're bored. Thanks for telling me. And move about your day that probably isn't filled with boredom. And so that's the other thing that we can do for children is model what not being bored looks like. You know, we can model Mm -hmm. what, you know, choosing activities and fulfilling those activities looks like. And then they start to learn that way, too. But as much as possible, when you can give children a lot of unstructured time and you're not there like guiding every second of it, that's when they're really going to develop a strong sort of sense of self and sense of, um, you know, I know what to do and I know how to keep myself happy and entertained. Um, you know, so, so feel it's okay to not spend every moment of time with your children. Yeah. And I think I think when they come up with that next idea, they have ownership over it. Like Mm -hmm. it's theirs because Mm -hmm. they and that's such a powerful feeling. Um, And I, you know, I I want parents to understand. um, Yeah, just because you're not entertaining your child every minute or, or really making sure they're okay does not mean that you're not doing a great job. You know, I think those two can get confusing sometimes, right? Yeah. Like, oh no, my my child's bored. Like, what am I doing wrong? No, I mean, humans are meant to be bored. You know, we're meant to think and stay still sometimes. Yeah. So it's a good thing to remind yourself of and especially not to feel guilty about. Um, yeah. And the modeling. I remember when I had maybe just some lack of inspiration, we'll call it, in the classroom. Um, I would just get out a big project and work and the children would come over and ask me what I was doing. And I would sort of be like, you know, I'm really busy right now. I can't, I can't talk to you because I'm really busy on my work. And Mm -hmm. it was sort of funny because I wasn't busy on making a timeline about who knows what, but modeling that it kind of inspired them to be busy on something. Yeah, totally. Um, Well, and they, and mm -hmm. you can, you know, 
in the day-to-day work of the home, all children can participate in some of that too. So like if you're washing the car, get a, get a kid to help you. If you're Mm -hmm. clean, you know, cleaning or baking or cooking or gardening, all of those things, children can part, can participate with you and, um, and build some of those skills. Um, I think that's really important. They can read every day. Hopefully they're going to be reading every day. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and limiting screen time, you know, I, I joked with my girls because when they were younger, we really limited their screen time. And I joked a few weeks ago about how I don't know how we would have managed, I mean, that I'm sure I would have been using a lot more television to occupy them in if they were younger during this pandemic. Like this is a hard, mm-hmm. a hard time. I would have. It's so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so hard. But you know, it's, summer it's, is it's, a time yeah. to sort of regain some balance with that and see if you can nudge them away from screens a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> so it's a time to, to especially now that school isn't taking place on a screen, you know, pull back right. from some of that uh, a little bit right. and see what other, what other activities, things that they're using their hands, you know, to build or bake or whatever. Um, you know, those Yeah. Are- work of the hand is super, it's super important. I think, um, I don't know. Whenever I do stuff with my hands, I immediately feel better because I'm in the you're in the present when you're doing stuff with your mm-hmm. hands, right? Because mm-hmm. you're literally manipulating something with your hands. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. And I was going to touch on cooking, I think, is a great area of exploration for yep. the summer. Um, you know, a lot of people are doing the sourdough starter, things like that. I mean, banana bread, I know that was a big thing, but, but anything, you know, I mean, just, I remember growing up, my mom would just give me a bowl of flour and I would practice measuring it in the measuring cups. And I have vivid memories of that. Um, and I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I think getting them in the kitchen, I mean, baking bread is not hard. It's like three or four ingredients. Um, it might not be very good, but right. That I was going to say the ingredients aren't the hard part. It's the right. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's true. I mean, I one of my kids' favorite things to do when they were little, under under the age of six, was uh, when I gave them like a bowl of flour and then some water, mm-hmm. and they love the feel mm-hmm. the feel of the flour, so soft and sensorial. And oh my gosh, it's and, amazing! And then mixing it with water and seeing, you know, I mean, of course, it made a huge mess. This was an outside activity, of so I could just hose yes. hose them down. But um, but mm-hmm. yeah, any sorts of things like that, just have have fun. And for elementary children, really keeping them sort of excited about learning. So they'll ask questions and and you don't have to answer those questions. You can you can keep track of them. You can help the child look for answers. You can, you know, anything that's going to yeah. keep curiosity and excitement about the world and about learning alive is also a key component I think for elementary children this summer. But I think I yeah. I guess I would just emphasize, you know, stay connected and in relationship, but also give them a lot of unstructured time to just sort of Mm -hmm. figure out what they're going to do to keep themselves busy. Or if you can, you know, boot them outside to play for a while. Um, Yeah. And yeah. And let them sort of figure, figure things out to do. I just think that's going to be a key to, to keeping them, um, 
you know, helping build their creativity and their critical thinking if they've got a lot of time to a lot of time to do that this summer. Yeah. And I mean, it takes the it takes some of the pressure off you um, with feeling like you have to just, you know, make their summer a summer because, you know, all the camps, everything is just, you know, everything is closed. Um, but, you know, stepping back, but also, you know, some days it might not go that great. And that's also okay. Mm -hmm. The this time has brought about so much hardship in so many different ways. Um, so it's important to give yourself a break. Right. You know, right. Keep keep that in mind. And before we know it, the summer will be over <laughs> because I yeah, time is yeah, it's just flying by, it seems like. Um, but yeah, um, if you have any ideas or something that worked or a fun craft or anything, um, definitely share with us on, um, on Instagram or via email or something, because, you know, I think everybody's always looking for inspiration. Um, and I hope, I hope this summer is full of new ideas that come from boredom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It sounds good. 